The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Jordan Cooney, and I'm joined today by Martha Van Berkel. Today, we're going to discuss a variety of topics, but more importantly, we're going to dive into managing structured data like a finance portfolio. Martha Van Berkel is the CEO of Schema App, which is an end-to-end schema markup solution for enterprise SEOs. The Schema App platform and customer success managers work with teams directly to execute schema markup strategy and stand out in search. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. So today, Martha joins me, and we're going to dive in. Welcome, Martha, to the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super, super excited and jazzed for us to to dig in and sort of change how we think about how we have to manage structured data. It's uh, just like our investments. It's our investment in search. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to dive in right off the bat in terms of what do you, what do you mean by this concept of managing structured data like a finance portfolio? Like what is the intention behind that? And kind of what's your viewpoint? Why do you frame it that way? Sure. And this is new, right? I think if I think back to the last couple of years, I, you know, it was, so on the brink of 2019, where I was sure that 2020 was going to be the year of structured data, it was going to like make its debut. Everyone was going to adopt it. It was going to be great. We all know what happened in 2020. But in 2020, we also saw Google release 
a lot of new rich results. So again, structured data is what you put on your website in order to get those beautiful rich results, whether it be FAQ, reviews, ratings, prices, you know, all that extra information in search. And, and so in 2020, in order to bring information to users and delight them and basically help them in health decisions, which we knew we were all making in 2020, Google released a ton of new types of rich results. And then in 2020, it was pretty quiet, right? We saw a couple kind of key changes. We didn't actually see a ton of core updates. It was pretty quiet, like especially on the structured data front. And then since then in 2022, we're seeing lots of volatility. And what do I mean by volatility? Like just changes. So Google is making changes to documentation on things that they want to see required or recommended. So elements that you need to include or kind of content that needs to be on your page in order to achieve those rich results. And then we've also seen performance kind of fluctuate from FAQs kind of making some big changes in August, videos seeing some big declines in June and actually the whole user experience with um, video changing, recipes seeing 1000% spike for some of our clients sort of um, as we sort of go through the summer. And then now as we go into the end of the year, we're continuing to see changes. And so when I talk about managing your structured data, like a financial portfolio is like, where else do we know there's volatility, right? Like, I don't know about you, but like the best <laughs> investing I, advice I got was like, have someone smart manage it for me, right? Um, and so I would say for the first time in structured data land, right, in the SEO world, I really see a shift to where many years ago, you could almost get away with setting and forgetting your structured data on your page. Whereas now like you need to be managing it and you need to be strategizing on how you introduce diversification, right? Same thing we talk about in finance, like mm -hmm. having different bets on, on what's going on. So that's sort of the topic. And, and I would say like why it's timely is just because these last couple quarters, we're seeing Google do lots of changes that, that requires us SEOs and us strategists to think differently about it. Awesome. That's really fascinating. And I, and I, totally agree with that concept that structured data management and, and much of SEO is kind of like managing a finance portfolio, right? Where you have volatility, you have changes, it's multidimensional, right? You have both Google and the Google landscape changing. You also have competitors and how they're leveraging these different investments. One of the things around this concept of volatility, I'd love to get your perspective on this, is when changes occur, both from a competitive landscape, but also from a Google SERP landscape, what from your perspective is the more important factor to consider as these changes occur? And, and how should one, an SEO, like think about that? How should an SEO think about leveraging structured data in a changing landscape? Sure. So you talked about like competitors and also like the changing SERP. So the changing SERP, like we can't plan for, right? Because that's something that is often sprung on us. But our competitors, we can, right? So we, a best practice we have at Schema App is like doing a competitive analysis at least every six months to understand sort of how their stuff is changing. Now, whether it be a competitive driver or maybe you're, you want to be the leader, right? Is actually looking today on, on two different things. One is like, how are you thinking about where your business is trying to grow, right? And so for example, um, perhaps there's a specific line of business. Maybe you've released a new product that you're trying to like drive new traffic to, get the landing page. Maybe for an enterprise, it's a big industry focus, right? We're going to go after B2B tech and we're going to actually grow there. Or perhaps it's, it's more fundamental, right? Like we're really investing in content and we, we really want to see like the blog and the content that we're writing. And the reason I mentioned this is when you're thinking about where you're going to invest time to both look at performance and, and to strategize on where opportunities are, it should actually have a dotted line to your business goals. 
this is smart for both your own performance as well as your business's performance. And so even though we're seeing changes like with competitors and so forth, I often suggest like start in the ports that are really important for your business, right? And that then allows you to also say like, where are we investing in the business? And I'll give an example around blogs. So I would say like historically, like we'd write blogs. It was always a blog. It was like long form content. It was on specific topics or areas we wanted to be experts. And what we're seeing, like an area that you can kind of diversify the rich results you even get in your blog is by saying, well, we're going to write some how-tos specifically in our blog and use those content writers because we can get a different rich result for how-tos. And it still answers a, a user's question, right? Like they're trying to figure out like, how do I do this? Maybe it's around support because you're trying to reduce your support costs. Or maybe it's specifically about how to do something with your product because you're trying to drive product adoption. So how-to would be like a way to use your blog. The other thing we've seen in blogs is like you can use FAQs in blogs, right? You can actually use your blog as a platform mm -hmm. to answer specific questions on specific topics. Now, I keep saying specific topics because I am a big believer, um, not just with the helpful content update where they're like answer people's real questions, like good news. But, you know, StructureD is also very good by being explicit about content, like specific topics. And so I think, you know, the blog is one area where you often resource it. You often like are thinking, oh, we're going to do something on a weekly or a monthly or daily basis on it. And it's a great place where you often have resources to try to achieve different rich results. Then you allow you to test to see, well, what's performing? And then you're using data to inform that content strategy. And you also notice I'm talking about like, this is a cross-functional effort, right? So I didn't just say like, you need to write different structured data. When you're thinking about diversification, you're thinking about responding to changes. This is about sort of your collaborative cross-functional team, whether you're in a, a small startup and you all sit in one room or you sit like you, you meet daily, or if you're in an enterprise and you're giving briefs to say, great content writers, like now when you're producing stuff, I always want you to have an FAQ module on the bottom that's related to the topic so that we can then see if we can't just get the article kind of rich result, but we can also drive an FAQ and therefore perhaps get more engagement depending on, on the topic. Awesome. I mean, that's... This is interesting. So if we're staying with the theme of this finance portfolio, the concept of the ever-changing SERP landscape, right? So how Google controls the SERP, that's kind of like the macro economy, right? It's like you can't control the macro yeah. economy, right? I mean, there's going to be ups and downs of the economy and every single investment advisor is going to tell you just weather out the storm and, and ride, ride the wave it. when it comes through, right? But then on the other side, the, the competitive landscape and the changing landscape, that's the work of choosing winning stocks, right? Like there's always winners and losers, whether the economy's bad or the economy's good, there's always going to be winners and losers. And understanding where to invest, understanding the competitive landscape and how to choose the right scheme of the types across your data, across your content types is the key to winning in the long term when it comes to your schema uh, strategy. Yeah. And I would say not just like choosing the right schema, right? The right stock, but also like making quick decisions or executing quickly, right? So I think the agility, you know, like the market's tanking, your investor's saying like, buy quickly, right? So like FAQ is <laughs> tanking, how quickly can you switch gears and go after like a different schema markup strategy, right? Like how quickly can you shift gears um, or, you know, hey, great, we're going to leave that content and we're going to accelerate our plans on how to. Or, you know, we weren't, we were thinking of like waiting to do our, the support part of our website, that's questions and answers that we can get like tons of visibility. We don't need to accelerate that because... We're losing perhaps like conversion on on the kind of high performing piece. We have to reduce costs, right? So let's go and, and sort of like execute. So I, I do think it's it's a bit of both. 
so much of schema markup is dependent on content. And so when I, I say that, part of it is like, again, sort of, it is going to be volatile, right? Like there's going to be changes. We can assume that, right? Our competitors are hungry. So what can you plan on from the get-go to not make one bet, right? Like don't just invest in one mm. stock. How do you sort of think of sort of the different types? And, you know, I always like to give like a tip, like how do I know what schema workup I have today? Like what does my portfolio look like today? Like go to Google Search Console, like look at your search performance, go under search appearance and you're going to see the list, right? You're going to see good page right. experience and web light results, not structured data. All the others are, right? So if you're just seeing those two results, guess what? Like your portfolio is pretty empty and like you need to start investing, right? If you're seeing things like you have video, you have AMP article, you have article, you have FAQ, you have how-to, you have products, great, right? You, like, you've diversified across the board. And then the other piece I would say is like, again, kind of goes down to like website coverage, right? Like, you know, are you investing in one industry or many different parts of industries? And you can think of that as, as your website. Like, are you just betting on, on kind of one kind of really niche area of it? Maybe you're just doing product schema markup through a plugin because that's the easy thing to do. Great. Like, what's your other bet, right? What's your, what's the other one that you're going in on? Very cool. And I, really appreciate the examples. And I think for all of our listeners, this this is where the value comes in, right? Is is this tactical but strategic approach to identifying where the opportunities are, switching things out, being agile when Google gives more presence to certain elements in the SERP and understanding both the data connection to the changes you might want to leverage in, in your schema. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. Then you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I hate asking this question, but I have to bring up the crypto topic and how investing in Bitcoin relates here to, to schema and the entire strategy behind leveraging schema on, on a website. Well, when you say that, I'm like, well, what's like the weird aspect of structured data that like takes it to the nth <laughs> degree or sort of busts our brain when we're thinking about it? And I do think it's, it's around sort of like some of the semantics of things. And I always like to kind of break this down into an example where... You know, well, what do you mean by semantics? And and we're a semantic technology company. And what that means is when when you're using like a semantic relationship, you're not just explaining, you're explaining what a thing is, but you're also explaining how it's relevant or related to other things. 
And so often when I introduce myself, if anyone's seen my introduction with the knowledge graph, I explain that I spent 14 years at Cisco, that I'm a grad from MIT and Queen's University with an engineering degree, that I'm Canadian and I used to drive an Austin Healey Sprite. And my Austin Healey Sprite was driven by Kevin Bacon when he, drove, when he directed this movie. And why you care is because you now, Jordan, have inferred that you can win the Kevin Bacon game because I am two degrees from Kevin Bacon's ass because he used to drive my car. And so, but, <laughs> but you've inferred that because you understand the relationships, right? Schema right. markup is the same thing. So Google is both trying to understand what the page is about and is trying to infer what searches or what search queries it can answer. And so when you talk about Bitcoin or the broader things, it's like, well, then, you know, how explicit can we get when we're describing something, right? So as we talk about, I often like, you know, when you mention something in a blog and you can relate then and be like, well, it's this mentions. And then we, we actually link to Google's knowledge graph about a certain topic, right? You know, you can get sort of even broader with EAT when you're talking about a person and you're trying to describe like, well, who is the author of this blog? Like, why should I serve up the blog that Martha's written about volatility in the market? Well, because she's, you know, the founder of Schema App and she's an expert in structured data and she's been doing this for way too long. You can start adding sort of, I'll say like descriptors within your structured data using what I call strong connectors, things like mentions, about, subject of. So now I'm, I'm gotten into the weeds a little bit there, but that allow you to infer this piece. And the reason I relate that to like more crypto or sort of this broader piece is like, how deep are you going to go into your investment, right? Like how broad are you going to go into being truly explicit about why your content's unique or what that page is about. And that's sort of like, I'll say, we have evidence that we've seen Google reward more clicks when it can truly understand specifically what something's about. But it's something that you have to test, right? And then you have to decide like, Ooh, do I have that extra cash to, inv to invest in that next step in order to do it? Now, all schema markups should be connected if you're doing it properly. That's like sort of what we're great at at Schema App and what we're super passionate about because then you understand how your business is connected. and as we sort of start thinking about reuse of structured data to understand and inform other things in the marketing kind of world, that becomes super fun and nerdy for me. Love it. So Martha, last question here for you today. We've been talking a lot about just structured data in this finance portfolio perspective, but like any good advisor, financial advisor would tell you is that you have to sell the future, right? You have to sell growth opportunities. Nobody, nobody wants to invest their money in, 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 a, in a losing proposition. So as we think about schema and we think about the future of schema, what trends do you anticipate seeing? What opportunities or pitfalls should our listeners uh, avoid? So if anyone knows the adoption curve, right? You go into like early adopters, like innovators, and then you go into like mainstream. I, I run a, a technology software company, right? So like that's how I often think about adoption. And I mentioned earlier that I thought like 2020 was going to be that year that we kind of crossed through the innovators like into mainstream. I think we're there. And what I mean by this as a big change is that structured data is not going away. There was a, a really great podcast by Google this past spring where they talked about, you know, like, we're leveraging structured data in order to like validate our machine learning and like learn more. And so we don't we don't see it going anyway and it's becoming more volatile like everything else, right? When we do when we see these algorithm updates, when we see these updates as SEOs like we're like okay great, let's look at our page experience, let's look at our performance, let's look at our keywords, like we kind of go back to basics. I think the big change here is that structured data needs to be part of our basics. Now, the opportunity, let's get my investor hat on, right? 
is that we're still not seeing broad adoption. And so there's actually like a huge adoption, right? So like Google sees us being in mainstream and like this being something like you should be doing this. It's not going away. We're super clear. Like it's, you know, it's white hat, very evident on this is what you need to get done. But 33% of sites are still doing it and most of them aren't doing it well. And so what like investor Martha is saying, invest, right? Like you have an opportunity to lead here <laughs> in your industry. And yeah. and if you're in like more of a, like, you know, um, a more like, you know, e-commerce where more things are being done automated at scale, or, you know, if you've already done Google Merchant Feed, by the way, like we can easily kind of convert that into structured data. Think beyond what's evident for your specific industry. So if you're in e-commerce, be looking at how to an FAQ, right? Like if you're, if you're a big, large enterprise, like, Make sure your core products and your core content, like those things you're spending a ton of money on, let's make sure those are standing out in search because like it's not going to go away. It's still obviously like, you know, broad adoption hasn't happened yet. So there's huge adoption opportunities for you to differentiate. And and then those that are on the phone that are the the innovators that are like, great, Martha, I've already done it. I'm like, I am that early mover. I want to make it happen. Like I'm super excited in 2023 to look at like reuse of structured data for things like personalization for us to sort of think of this as like an SEO data play that we can actually then offer to the marketing organizations to do other sort of more personalized, like I'll say topic-based knowledge. And and so that's again, you know, the innovator, the Martha that's bored about talking about structured data since 2014, because like we're still only at 33% adoption great, let's talk about where we take this next to really disrupt marketing and make SEO super relevant. So Google's going to keep changing. I'm not going to guess on how that is. The only other piece I would say is you got to keep your eye on the ball and more importantly, really think specifics. And and so that would be, you know, is what I said for 2022 is going to be a big theme is, you know, you can't, you can't bet on category pages <laughs> driving results, right? Google's looking to answer specific questions and they're really, really good at figuring out those things. So Think about specificity, think about what topics you want to own, and then use structured data to make sure those are really clearly articulated. Great advice. Outstanding uh, trend analysis. I really find a lot of value in what you're sharing to our listeners. And that wraps up our episode on managing structured data like a finance portfolio on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for joining us. And thank you to Martha Van Berkel, CEO of Schema App. She will be back tomorrow as we dive into understanding schema markup process and how you can leverage schema on your website. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.